Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Man, what a wonderful spirit we're feeling. Oh, keeping a mindset here, prayer. <clears throat> Samuel chapter 17, we're going to continue and finish out the sermon that we started last week. We got through three points. We got two left. Practical description of tools that will help you win hallelujah so we're preaching on how to kill giants first samuel chapter number 17 verse number 47 says this and all this assembly shall know that the lord saveth not with sword and spear for the battle is the lord's and he will give you into our hands all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. How to kill giants. Lord, move upon this sermon. Move upon this altar service. Touch the remainder of this service. We're dependent upon you. We're looking unto you. You're the author. You're the finisher. Lord, you started this thing. You started this service out, Lord. Finish it, God. We love you. You can be seated here today. Everyone said amen. Hallelujah. How to kill giants. Now we went last week and we're going to continue here this week. See if we can get through these next two points. Going to be taking a look at some practical ideas and tools that will help us to defeat the spiritual giants in our lives by taking the words of David when he faced his giant Goliath. All right, there are some words that David shared in this passage that gives us an idea of his mindset for facing this giant. We can take these same ideas and apply them to our giant encounters. Brother Matt, if you can, again, be my professional uh, artillery man here today, I'm just going to bring this down here and set it up again. And Brother Matt can help us. Hallelujah. Again, I'm not very good with a slingshot. But I've hit the bullseye a couple times with this. Go ahead and load us up three, Brother Matt. That's where we were at last week. Thank you, brother. <clears throat> so... Number one, identifying our giants. I'm just going to recap to let you know where we're at. Identifying the giants in our lives. What are the giants? Depression, abandonment, abuse, uh, tragedy, weakness, rejection, broken relationships, inabilities, addiction, habits, temptations, fear, past failures, discouragement, anger. What's your giant? up on that hill crying out here today. All right, what's he crying out? Is he crying out, you're not qualified? Is he crying out, you can't pay your bills? Is he crying out, you're not good enough? You can't save your marriage. You're losing your kids. You can't stop your vices. You can't refuse pornography. You can't stop 
your forbidden relationship. You can't shake your past failures. You don't have a future. You are a mistake. Is this some of the things that the giant in and your life here today is up on that hill crying out to you? Hallelujah. So we have identified what some of the giants in our lives are. Now, if we've identified the giants, how are we going to defeat our giants. Now we're talking some of the, the words that David says in this passage we find gives us a mindset that he was in. So taking that, I believe that we need to have the right mindset in coming into battle with our giants in our lives. All right, so we we see loaded up here today. Brother Matt, if you can hand me that quiver. Now, we're not using stones this morning uh, because, like I said, I'm not much with the slingshot, but I can shoot these, all right? Not, not as good as some of you, but I can shoot them, all right? But we see here that there were three that we talked about last week. Let's go through those three real quickly. Number one, the stone of pride, all right? So what did David have? What did he say that, that indicates that he had a, 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 a state of feeling of being proud of his country, of being proud of his God? We see here in 1 Samuel 17, 26, and David spake to the men that stood with him, saying, what shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away, listen, the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? What's he saying here? He's saying, I've got a, I'm proud of being a child of God. And I believe that we need to have a little bit of pride when it comes to being a child of God. So what mindset was he in? The first stone or the first piece of artillery that he needed to kill a giant was some pride. And I believe we need to have some. We see uh, his his brother, uh, his eldest brother comes and he tells him, oh yeah, you're just, you've got, you've got I, I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thy heart he says here uh, against David David said listen it's not about me being proud and about me being having the naughtiness of my heart it's not about my mindset it's about your mindset you have no pride you're willing to, to, to set back and allow this giant day after day after day cry out and, and, and say what he wants to about. I believe that we need to be an active church. All right, number two we find the stone of cause. Cause means the reason or motive for some human action. The reason, the motive, we don't defeat this giant. Our family will serve him. If we don't defeat him, our family will serve him. All right, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 29 says, And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? There is a cause. And I'm going to tell you something. We talk about the cost. But I said this last week, and I believe this. In the second arrow of our, our artillery, in our quiver here today, we need a cause, a reason why that we're doing what we're doing and living the way that we're living and do, and, and being, being the type of Christian that we're being, standing up. We have a cause for this thing. Yes, it does take a cost. When you signed up, up to be a parent then it took a cost didn't it 
I'm going to tell you something. Somebody said it takes $200,000 to raise uh, uh, somebody up through 18. That must have been a long time ago. I'll tell you that right now because it takes me a lot more than 200000 to raise my kids up to. I'm going to tell you something. It's, it's a, there's a cost that's there. But I'm gonna, if you do it right and you train up your children in the way that, it sh- that they should go, then the, the, the cause is worth the cost. Amen? All right, so we see here. That was number two. And then number three here we see the, uh, the stone of courage or the arrow of courage. Courage is the ability to do something that frightens one. Strength in the face of pain or grief. First Samuel 17, 32 says, David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with the Philistine. Nobody else was was brave enough to step out and do it but he loaded up a stone of courage and stepped out and said I'll be the one to take this giant on hallelujah oh but you're not big enough you're not qualified enough you're not old enough you're not yeah you can put whatever excuse you want to it but the courage overcame the excuses when he stepped out and says everybody stop fretting everybody stop worrying your little lad David here is going to step out with pride, with the cause, and with courage, and I'm going to face this giant. It takes courage to do that. Amen? I wanted to bring something, one, one thing out I didn't get to last week. Let me just say this real quickly. The six attributes of courage, I, four of them stuck out to me in this in this. Uh, In this article written by Psychology Today, feeling fear yet choosing to act, preserve perseverance in the face of adversity or persevering in the face of adversity, standing up for what's right, expanding your horizons, letting go of the familiar. I want to read this to you here from Alexander the Great. He said, an army of sheep led by a lion is better than an army of lions led by a sheep. Think about that. Let me say that one more time. An army of sheep led by a lion is better than an army of lions led by a sheep. I'm going to tell you something. We've got a lot of families in here that your kids are coming up, man. They've got great potential in their lives. But it takes us leading our families. Leadership of this school, what potential we have signing our 100th student. It's awesome, but let me tell you something. Leadership needs to step up, amen? We've got to do it, church. I've got to do it. I've got to, God's moving in this church, Brother Gaither, and he's helping us, and God's, God's bringing him and, 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 and growing and so many awesome things. Oh, but I'm going to tell you, I'd rather be a lion leading sheep than a sheep leading lion, amen? I, I'm going to tell you, God's looking for somebody that will step up with courage and lead your family and lead out in your ministry hallelujah so we need to take that arrow or that stone of courage all right let's get into today's sermon all right two more points left the fourth arrow that we see i'm gonna hand this back to you brother matt the fourth arrow that we see is the arrow 
of past victories. This is another thing that we see that David says that lets us know his mindset. Let me ask you this. How does your resume look? Think about that. What's it, what does it look like? He stepped up to Saul, and we see here he steps up. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 34 through 37. David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him. said he came in, all right? A lion and a bear took a lamb out of the flock, and I went after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose again, I caught, listen to this, I caught him by his beard, all right, and smote him and slew him. Wow. You know, a lot of times we read through the Bible and we're like, oh yeah, it's just another story. We've heard this a hundred times. But if you dissect it and you really start thinking about it, put yourself in that, in that place and put yourself in that position to where, number one, there's a lion that comes in and, and grabs up one of the sheep and leaves. I don't know about you, but I'd be like, okay, we still got some sheep left. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, honestly, if we're to be honest here today, ain't none of us that would say, oh, look, there's a lion. Go with the sheep. Let's go ahead and sacrifice so that we that way we can get a, a sheep. And I want to tell you something, man. That's the way that it is in our spiritual lives. we got to look. Sometimes we're okay. We're okay with the enemy coming in and taking our sheep out of our church and taking our sheep out of our families and taking, I'm going to tell you something, church, what God's looking for, some, somebody that will step out and say, you know what? You can't have my sheep. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you something it's going to be the battles that you win around the dinner table at your home and the prayer meetings before your kids go to bed that's going to qualify you to, to defeat the giants that step up later in life and can I go a little bit deeper than that here today and let you know that your parenting at that two and three years old to your son or your daughter and the way that we do that is going to help us to defeat the giants that are going to come later on in life It's we're taking care of a lion and a bear oh but I'm going to tell you later on in life it's going to be a giant and an army and it's important that we take care of what we need to take care of when they're young so that way when they're old they're ready to defeat the giants in their life God help us here today Oh, to get a resume at home. What are you telling me, Brother Jared? I'm telling you that it's important that you do it right every day of your life. It's not about coming and getting behind the pulpit and preaching a message, young preacher. It's about your daily devotion to God that's going to prepare you so that way when you get up there behind that pulpit, you have all the confidence and the relationship that you've got with God. It's not going to be about you going and doing a 
devotion or a chapel service in our Christian school, but it's going to be the days living up to that. I'm telling you, it's the little battles that matter in your life. Hallelujah. It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. It's those little things that if we don't win at, that they'll destroy us in the long run. Hallelujah. So David said, man, I'm going to check this out. He said, number one, I went after him. I wish to God we'd have somebody in this building and go after a lion. Hallelujah. Be a Benaiah. Chase a lion. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, David was the one who kind of set the bar. We find that later, Benaiah ran after and he chased a lion and defeated a lion uh, in a pit on a snowy day. But David was the one that set the bar. David was king. Benaiah was trying to say, oh man, if he can do it, I can do it. Hallelujah. I wish there'd be somebody be a David to step out, chase your lion, defeat your lion. That way your son or your daughter that's coming in behind you will say, if daddy can do it, I can do it. If mama can do it, I can do it. Hallelujah. What are you telling me, brother? Jared, I'm telling you, it's time that we go after our giants and our lions. Get that resume right at home. It's those past victories that gives us the courage to be able to make it uh, uh, or to be able to, to have the, the... Here, let me get my, my uh, loaded up here, Brother Matt. Give us the confidence for those giants later on. So now we got four arrows in our quiver. We find that he picked up five stones. We see another thing that's said here I want to go over. He's, he's, uh, he's talked about the stone of past victories. He's got a resume now. And then the last point here is the stone of proven artillery. The stone of proven artillery. I'm not looking for the latest and greatest. I'm looking for the familiar and the dependable. And somebody said, well, you know, I, I can be a Christian and not do this and not do that. I can be a Christian and do... Well, if we go back to the New Testament church and pattern it after that, I think we'll be pretty good then. Why? Because it's proven. The Bible says that they, they turn the world upside down. <laughs> That's proven. Glory to God. That works. What are you saying, Brother Jer? And we find here David girded his sword and his army. He's, taught, he's putting all this stuff that, 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 that Saul had. He put it on. He went to go. For he, had, he, he said he, he essayed to go. He stopped. He said, whoa, something's, something's not right here. For he had not what? He had not proved it. I said he had not proved it. What are you telling me, Brother? I, said, I, I want you to know here today that it's important that you use what's, what's already been proven hallelujah and David said to Saul I cannot go with these for I have not proved them and David put them off him and he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and and put them in a shepherd's bag when he had and, and even in the script says and his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine I'm going to tell you something my dad's got a really nice uh, uh, um, 
Oh, what do you call them? The, the auto, they, they pretty much kill the deer for you. It's not a bow. It's a crossbow. He's got a really nice crossbow that's over there. But I'm going to tell you something, Brother Brenner. I've not used that crossbow. Matter of fact, I'll tell you a little story. I had a I had a, a, a 20 gauge shotgun we would go hunting with. Now, I'm going to tell you, that's been proven. We, we've been able to eat some venison because of that shotgun, all right? I went out and I, I hunted with another man, and this other guy had, a, had another gun that was there. And he said, hey, use this one. So I went out and I shot. I had a I had a good shot at a nice looking buck, and I shot. I don't know how many times I shot at that thing, and 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 never could never could hit it. Afterwards, I went back to the house and I shot it, and it was off. It was way off, brother Stephen. I kicked myself over and over and over, even today, thinking I could have got a good buck if I would have used what a proven artillery. Hallelujah. What are you saying, brother Jennifer? I'm going to go hunting. I'm not going to get something that's new. I'm not going to get something. That's, I'm going to use something that I know how it shoots. I'm going to use something that I know that I can hit the target with. What are you saying, Brother Jerry? I'm telling you here today that we need to use what we know that really works. What is that? Here's a few things. Give me a prayer closet. Hallelujah. I said, give me a prayer closet. When the enemy comes in like a flood, it's time to get the Spirit of the Lord moving. How are we going to get his attention? Finding us a little, a little isolation with the Spirit of the Lord and allowing him to begin to move in ways that what we know that he's moved before. Hallelujah. Why? Because that prayer closet has worked before. It worked for grandpa. It worked for dad. It'll work for me and it'll work for my son. Hallelujah. What do you talk Bible study. How about that? Going back and we don't have to have a special app to learn about God. We can read his word and allow him to speak to us. Hallelujah. I ain't, I ain't against anything new, but I'm going to tell you, we can't do away with the things that we know has been proven. A daily devotion life. Teammates and mentors on an old-fashioned Holy Ghost experience with God in a service where the Spirit of the Lord comes in and takes over. Hallelujah. Oh, what are you saying, Brother Jerry? We must have the Spirit of God moving in our services. I guarantee you that there are people that are here that can take you back, Brother Caleb, to times in their lives where they had an experience with God. Oh, where they what? They defeated a giant with what? With proven artillery. Hallelujah. God help us here today not to do away with what we know works. Hallelujah. Not to do away with what we know really works. I'm going to tell you something. A lot of times, if you've lost out with God, you need to go back where you left him. Come on now. You need to go back where you left him in that prayer closet, in that old-fashioned altar. Hallelujah. Finding the place where you can draw close to him. Brother Jared, I've had a giant in my life for years. I've had a giant in my marriage. I've had a giant in my family. I've had a giant 
in my in my job. I've had a giant. I can't seem to shake him. Can I tell you here today? Go back to the proven artillery. Go back to getting a hold of God. Go back to a prayer closet. Go back to an altar. Go back to a sacrifice. Go back to old fashioned, just simply pushing uh, the chicken away. Hallelujah and fasting. Hallelujah. What are you saying, brother Jerry? I'm telling you, there are things that have been proven over time that we can still use today to defeat the giants that are in our lives. Hallelujah. Proven artillery. You know, one thing that I've learned is that the, the battles that we face and the victories that we win over these giants become the artillery, the proven artillery in the past that we can look to. They become those testimonies. Matter of fact, we find in 1 Samuel 21, a few chapters later, 8 and 9, David said to Himelech, the priest here, Is there not here under thine hand sword and spear? This is, this is well after he's defeated the giant. We know what happens. He cuts the head of the giant off with that sword. And he takes it, that head, takes that sword. They actually took that sword, put it in with the priest here, with a hemlock. This is proven. This sword defeated giants. He said, for I neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me because the king's business required haste. Listen, and the priest said, the sword of Goliath, the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah, behold, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If thou wilt take that, take it. For there is no other save that here. And listen to what David's reply was. There is none like that. Give it me. Bring that up if you don't mind, sister. That's 1 Samuel 21. Look at these words, church. And the priest said, the sword of Goliath, the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah, behold, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephah. If thou wilt take that, take it. For there's none, I don't have anything else in there. There's none other save that here. Go to the next verse. And David said, there is none like that. Give it me. Let me ask you something here today. When you were facing your last giant, how did you defeat him? When you weren't where you needed to be spiritually, and you got right last time, how did you do it? There is none like that. Give it to me. How do they? There's none. There's no victory like that victory. Started it out. I don't know, Brother 
Sister Middleton, you know, where, where you were when you first got saved, the giants that you were facing, the things that you had to go through. But I know that you're facing some things now, some decisions in your life, some things that are happening. And I can tell you that the same way you got a hold of God back then is the same way that you can do it today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, come on, church. I said the same way that you did it back then is the same way that you can do it today. Hallelujah. The same way, Brother Weston, that you got a hold of God and got cleared in your life two years ago is the same way that you're going to get a hold of God and get clear clarity in your life today. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Glory to God. Give me that. Hallelujah. How was it? What happened? Did you fast for a week? What happened? What, 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 what was it? I'm telling you that that proven artillery is what we need to get back. I said that proven artillery is what we need to get back to. God, help us all not to get so caught up that we live with our giants day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. It becomes just the centerpiece on our table and we walk by it every single day and live with it. God, help somebody here today in this service. Oh, hallelujah, to pick up some proven artillery and say, I'm going to equip myself here today to win the battle against the giants in my life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm, I'm locked and loaded now, church. I'm locked and loaded. Go ahead and bring up that all those points again, sister, if you don't mind. I'm locked and loaded with a stone of pride, a stone of cause, a stone of courage, a stone of past victories, and a stone of proven artillery. What are you saying, Brother Jerry? I'm ready for battle. Hallelujah. I'm ready. It may not be a sword and a shield, all but what the Lord wants you to know here today as you, you step out. May not be the newest and greatest. May not be, but I'm going to tell you, if you'll step out with something that's proven, hallelujah, that's happened as you said, man, I got in an altar two years ago. I cried my guts out to God. Oh, and he changed me. And now I'm facing something new in my life. Oh, can I tell you that if You'll get to this altar. Pour yourself into this altar. Lay as a sacrifice. The, 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 the fire will fall on the sacrifice. Hallelujah. I said the fire will fall on the sacrifice here today. Oh, hallelujah. I want to end with this here today. When the leader's mind is weak, opposition, David Webb says this in his leading like, like a lion. When the leader, leader's mind is a weak opposition is a problem when the leader's mind is balanced the opposition is challenging when the leader's mind is strong the opposition listen becomes an opportunity <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
What'd you say, brother? The opposition becomes an opportunity. Can I tell you here today, you're looking at a giant face to face. Your family's looking at you saying, what you gonna do, dad? What you gonna do, mom? What you gonna do, grandma? What you gonna do, grandpa? Oh, you got mom and dad looking at you, young people saying, what you gonna do, young man? What you gonna do, young lady? You got the enemy looking at you, screaming out at you, telling you everything that's wrong with you and why you can't can't beat him but can I tell you here today if you'll get your quiver full and step out into battle with courage I believe that God's got a victory for you and your opposition hallelujah will be to become an opportunity for you to carry out a testimony in your life I've got written down here that moment when your biggest challenge becomes your greatest victory. Let's stand. That moment when your biggest challenge becomes your greatest victory. If we're going to defeat our giants, we're going to have to get stocked up with the weapons God has provided for us. I'm just going to ask you a question in this altar call here tonight. What are you going to do with your giant here this morning? Some of you came last week. Some of you come down, you prayed. God helped you and he touched you. But has the giant showed up again this week? Did you finish him? Did you finish him? <laughs> what are you going to do with your giant here today? Are you going to allow him to live? Are you going to allow him not to, just, not to just be a fear and anxiety in your life, but if you allow him to live, then he'll become that to your kids as well. It's up to us to defeat the giants that are in our lives. Let me tell you something, young men. You got to win over pornography now. Don't bring it into your marriage. Don't bring it into your ministry. Hallelujah. You got mentors and teenagers. I mean, mentors and, and teammates right here that can help you. What is it, guys? What's our giants? What are we going to do with them? Are we going to allow them to just free reign or are we going to defeat our giants here today go ahead Kelsey Listen to these words. Daniel in the lion's den. Give me a hope like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart like David. Lord, be my defense. 
this Face my giants With confidence I can face my giants With confidence So my question here today is Are you ready to face your giants? Are you ready here today to get loaded up? Are you ready here today to step out with courage and to fight for your family and to fight at your work spiritually? Your realm of influence. Are you ready to step up to the plate here today? Hallelujah. Are you ready to see some giants fall? How about it, church? Are we ready to see some giants fall here at Lighthouse Ministry? I'm going to ask you here today, would you step out? Would you step out and make your way down to this altar? Say, I'm going to be the first one to say, I'm stepping out in courage. Hallelujah. And I'm stepping out believing that God's going to help me with the proven artillery that he's needed. Maybe we got a visitor here today that would step out and say, you know what? I need to defeat some giants in our lives. Maybe we got some of our members that have been here. Maybe you sing in the choir. Maybe you preach behind the pulpit. But you still have giants in your life. Can I tell you today that God is able here today to help you to defeat the giants that are in your lives. Would you step out here today? Oh, yeah. He's out there hollering. He's crying out, saying you're not worthy. He's crying out, saying you can't do anything with me. You've lost time after time after time. What's going to change now? I can tell you what's going to change now. You can leave equipped to win the battle in your lives hallelujah would you come would you come here hallelujah make your way down to this altar and say I'm going to defeat the giants I'm going to win I'm ready to chase lions I'm ready to chase giants I'm ready to see victories in my life hallelujah some of these people coming up needing help here today I've got a giant in my life that I want to see defeated I've got a giant in my life that I need help with yes one more coming yes here's another with somebody else come and say brother Jared you're talking to me brother Jared you're preaching to me I need to see giants fall in my life hallelujah would you come hallelujah let's find a place to pray here oh let's gather 